What's up, friends and family? It's Seth and Devin here, and we are so happy that you joined us here around the campfire. Um, if you're new here, thank you so much for joining us, uh, but you're probably lost. We are not the Seth and Devin from Minneapolis uh, that you met at the mall who said they were starting a podcast. We are Seth and Devin from Grand Haven, Michigan, here to talk about the outdoors, our experiences, and the adventures that we've had. And we're here to share those stories around the uh, around the campfire. Yeah, most likely you uh, are just listening along because you're our you know friends and family. You know us, and we're, and we're super super grateful you're here. You're listening, supporting us. Um, can't wait for uh, you guys to hear this episode and kind of hear what we have to say and and what we have to share. So uh, we'll get into a little bit, um, kind of just getting into who we are and kind of what this podcast is going to be. Uh, so Devin, why don't you start us off? Who are you? Yeah, my name is uh, Devin Calero. Um, born in Michigan in a small town, uh, a sucker for adventure, a graduate from Grand Valley State University, finance and accounting, believe it or not, did that for a little bit and said, yeah, I hate this. Um, been on a couple trips here and there, but, um, I think I friended you on Instagram back in 2017. Um, way before we knew each other. Yeah. yeah, Way before we knew each other. Um, followed you on all of your adventures. And then in June of this year, we met at a bachelor party. Yeah. Um, to which you hit me up like two weeks later. You're like, hey, do you want to go grab a drink? And I said, sure. It's a long time coming. So we grabbed a drink and you popped the question on me. Yeah. Pretty pretty quick. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, you said, hey, do you want to start? I'll go for it on the first date. I'm... I mean, <laughs> first date kind of vibes, kind of nervous. Um, but you popped the question of, hey, do you want to start a podcast? And um, I pretty willingly said yes. Yeah, it was instant. Almost so, concerningly fast. I think the reason why, I think the reason why is because... Uh, one, two weeks prior, we had spent two nights together around a campfire yeah. uh, telling stories. And then two, I have heard your stories secondhand from Paul for like the past two years, and they are hilarious. Um, and so no matter what I knew, I had to be a part of that. And so uh, team chemistry at an all-time high to start yeah. off the bat, and you're like, well, it can really only go up from here. Exactly. So... Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I work at the Apple Store here, so pretty much an expert on camping, hiking, naturally, hammocking, yep, um, crunch kissing, yeah, uh, riding Sasquatch shoulders, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, I thought I would be kind of a perfect fit for what you were looking for, um, and then, uh, you know, now we're here. I think four weeks later from saying yes. So I yeah. said yes to the dress. Uh, <laughs> we tried four different times, had the audio mess up, uh, completely failed, um, recorded uh, an inaugural podcast, listened to it back, and we were both like, yo, that ain't it. <laughs> um, and so like, uh, to finally be here August 5th, Thursday at quarter to 11 p.m., in your basement. I mean, I couldn't be more happy that it, this is right. actually finally coming together. This is, you know, how all good podcasts are born in a yeah. basement after hours, you know, slight sweat on the brow. That's, that's, you know, what yeah. dreams are made of. So, I mean, we're that's, here. That's how, that's so, how everyone else um, did it. 
yeah, kind of walk me through um, your, you know, your goals, you know, as we, as we partake on this adventure, kind of what are your top things you want to get out of this? Yeah. I mean, I, I want obviously people to fall in love with us. Right. So, um, men, women, and children. Yes. Everyone. Yep. Um, I want, uh, just, I want our stories to, to bring joy to people. So I want people to, uh, you know, to, to pull up a chair every week, um, on their way to work in the gym, on the way home from work, um, and listen to us talk for about an hour and then just, you know, find some sort of joy. Uh, I want to share some fun messages. Um, you know, just make people laugh really, I think, uh, while also, uh, teaching people some, uh, some value, some valuable knowledge when they're on the trail so that they don't make the same mistakes that you and I did, <laughs> yeah. um, maybe multiple times before oh, yeah. you realized it was a problem. Yeah. So, um, I think if we're able to accomplish that, if we're able to just, you know, be ourselves, just two dudes and some microphones talking about the outdoors, I think, uh, I think I will have accomplished at least what I wanted to, to set out, but let's more importantly talk about what you want to get out of it. Cause this is your brainchild. This is your baby. Um, yeah. so I, I say like, tell me who you are Yeah. and tell me why this podcast, what the name stems from and, um, yep. what, you know, where you want this podcast to be in six months. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I grew up, um, in Michigan, spending a lot of time outdoors, hunting, um, camping, stuff like that. It was always kind of a passion of mine. Um, went to college, uh, thought I was going into the medical field, quickly realized did not enjoy that and, uh, switched my major to hospitality and tourism management, which wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, but, um, got me close enough. And then after college, I went and backpacked, like I guided backpacking trips for, um, two summers and, Worked for a company. It was a it's a nonprofit ministry called Wayford Adventures. Um, did that for um, year and a half, and really enjoyed it. And that's kind of when I learned um, that I love the outdoors. I love adventure. I love doing all those things. I love the views. I love gear. You know, I love getting new gear and researching all that kind of stuff. But even more than that, I love sharing. Um, that experience with other people and new people, especially like my, one of my favorite things is when I can take somebody who is an outdoorsy person, doesn't like outdoors, has never camped, whatever, take them outside and show them why I love it and have them experience that firsthand. Because that is in my opinion, like one of the ultimate experiences. And that for me is even better than doing it myself sometimes so yeah you can't put a price on that that's priceless exactly watching someone experience something for the first time oh for sure and so now i'm working at a car wash and i love my job i love you know a lot of things about it but kind of what i miss is sharing these outdoor experiences with other people and so you know that's kind of what this podcast is supposed to be um you know, we named it the Around the Campfire podcast because, um, you know, you can go look up YouTube videos on, on gear or trip planning or whatever, and they will lay out information, bullet points out. That's great. Super useful. I use those those resources all the time. We want this podcast to be a conversation like you're sitting around the fire, you're sharing stories, you know, you, you might be, you're sharing advice, you're sharing knowledge. Um, 
but you're laughing, you're having a good time, you know, you're, we want to set that scene, you know, every week when you tune in, um, that's what we want you to feel. We want you to feel like, you know, you're pulling up a chair with some friends, you know, maybe having a s'more, maybe having a beer, whatever, um, and just relaxing. And so that's, that's what this is intended to be. And that's kind of the vision and the dream behind it. And that's when we were at that bachelor party a couple months ago and we were sitting there telling stories. Um, that's kind of like what popped into my head was this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And you kind of seemed to fit that personality in that, uh, I mean, the stories we were telling and and the laughs we were having were, you know, one of a kind, you can't replicate that or duplicate it, but you know, we figure if we sit down and you know, do this on a, a Wednesday night that we can hopefully get close. And, Even though it's Thursday. Right, a Thursday, but you're listening on a Wednesday. Yeah, you're listening to us on Wednesday. You, yeah. you mentioned s'mores and beer, um, two of my favorite things. Now, uh, Craig, um, Craig, Craig, um, if you could um, find me a s'mores-flavored beer uh, to link to us uh, for us to try. Certainly exists. I'd, yeah, I'd love to try that. Now, but I hate to be this guy, but uh, um, I'm going to have to call you out on that because before we started recording, um, we posted on our Instagram uh, a picture of a s'more and kind of asked people's favorite combos. And Devin admitted to me that he's only ever tried the traditional s'more. I admitted to you in confidence and that I it was you and I. And I immediately told you that I was, not, I was going to disclose that info. But I – okay. Yes, I've never had a Reese's, which everybody there was. Well, what, I mean, six, seven people that said Reese's were the, were the best. I've put a spread of peanut butter on a, a on a graham cracker, yeah. but generally speaking, I've stuck to traditional. I mean, it works. I I mean, I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that the traditional is good, and if if it's presented to me, I'm eating it. Yeah, but if I'm going to the store and I'm picking out, yeah, whatever if you had I want, to pick. I'm picking I'm picking Reese's. Really? Oh, easy. See, I was really intrigued by whoever put the bourbon. Yeah. The, I, mm. Yeah. Sign me up for that. Yeah. We you and I will be trying that on podcast live uh, when that comes out. Yeah. Also, it, if you could so that answers part of my question. If you could have any s'more flavor right now, you'd go Reese's. Yeah. What beer is in your is in your other hand right now? Um you know, I guess it depends on the time of year. And that's right now. Right now, yeah. probably an M forty three. Okay. Which is just a uh, shout out, Polly D. Yeah. Yep. Um, just like a. It's a pale ale. Pale ale, hazy. It's pretty delicious. Yeah, it's good. Um, I think I take a narwhal. Ooh. Big old thick boy. <laughs> um. But um, thank you so much to everyone who um who reached out and. Uh, and commented about their favorite s'mores flavors. Yeah. Um, it is definitely. We're going to try to try them all. Yeah, we're going to try them all. Maybe not the same night. That no, seems... we are. Okay. I, I want to suffer. I've kind of wanted diabetes, so it yeah. works out. I mean, we're going to a campfire tonight. Yeah, true. So um, true. let's 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 try that, and then we'll we'll post it. Um, but thank you for all the support. I, I hope we got to all of our comments, or at least try to post everyone's yep. uh, take. Um it meant a lot. I think we're going to try to do um, some interactive stuff um, or some polls and stuff like that, probably weekly. Like, yeah. hey, do you like North Face over Patagonia? Yeah. I think, you know, 
selfishly, that's kind of what we want this podcast to be, right? Is, you know, we get to sit down once a week and, and talk passionately about, passionately about something we love, but also interact with you guys and other people who are interested in this. And so, you know, that's kind of the goal is that, yeah, you know, we all, we get to enjoy that, that dialogue and that conversation. So yeah, definitely um, going to try to keep, keep that up. So that's, that's part of what's fueling, fueling this. Yeah. So completely agree. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when you, like when I read something or I, I listen to a podcast, it's sometimes it's like the people who are cutting their toothbrush in half and weighing the grains of rice for their meals. And like, that's not, that ain't me. That ain't this. I mean, we, so we, we want this to be as if you were sitting around a campfire sharing stories Yeah, and you know, you're going to learn, you know, some stuff you're going to, you know, share in that, but it's not, this isn't a technical podcast. This isn't like, oh, I want, I'm a avid backpacker and I want to learn how to hike Denali. Uh, we might talk about Denali, but I mean, you and I are probably going to go to Denali at some point and we're going to fail miserably. And then we're yeah. going to come back and be like, Hey, yeah. this is how you don't do Denali. Right. So that, that's kind of what this is. This isn't, um, you know, this is about the outdoor industry and, and we do have some expertise perhaps. Um, but that is not what this is going to be. This is, this is going to be like sitting around a campfire with some buddies, uh, talking about, you know, your trip that you just took. And that's what we're going to be doing here. So exactly. I mean, I work at the Apple store and you work at a car wash. So by no Mm -hmm. means, um, are, um, our opinions or the stuff we say going to be accurate, but I can I can tell you for sure it's going to be amusing. Yeah, for sure. And so, you might hear something and be like, "That's not true. They're an idiot." And you might hear something and you go, "Oh, that's actually that's actually that's a good a idea. Really, yeah. I should uh, I should write that down." And then you probably won't write it down, and you'll forget about it because that's what I typically do. So that's yeah, good. but I mean hey. that's that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, and that's I I guess um, my next question is where where do you see the the podcast materializing? Like where what is the the creme de la creme, you're like, hey, this is a polished gem. This is this is what I want to see of it. Does yeah. that make sense? Um, selfishly, um, and this is in our podcast, so I can be as selfish as I want. Um, I would like every week when I sit down to record it um, for it to be like I'm hanging out, talking about something I love, and then get to share it with other people and then interact with them the way you just looked at me in the eyes right there <laughs> i think my heart is good to beat it was a special moment uh, Wow. yeah but i i want it to be you know like i said selfishly i want this to be a gateway for me to one have more excuses to get outside and to do fun adventurous stuff that i love doing yeah i want to meet other people who like doing that i want to show other people why i love it and maybe convince them to go out and and do something or um somebody who already is doing it a lot and really good at it um i want them to share with me their insights um honestly yeah i i want to take away as much as i put into this and so that's kind of the goal that's kind of the i don't have like you know you know something that needs to happen um is um a trip that we do yeah 
For sure. I got to see the stuff you talk I, about firsthand. I got openings. You like have like the world's best worst luck. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, I've, I've lived. I haven't had any like real like bad luck. I've just had slight misfortune. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You have the yeah. best, the like the worst, best or best, worst luck. The yeah. best, worst luck. Right. Because like bad stuff happens, but it's not bad enough to where it completely cripples whatever you're trying yeah. to do. But we it, call it type two fun. Type two fun. Type two fun. Yeah. If you're not familiar, it's the idea that like riding a roller coaster would be type one. It's fun in the moment, but it's not memorable at all. And type two fun would be it's not fun in the moment, but it's a story you're going to tell for 10 years down the road because it had an impact. So like, But then after 10 years, it, it doesn't really have the same effect. Right. That's in the actual definition of, yeah. <laughs> of type two fun. So, so yeah, you're talking about bookings. Talk about the trip that you have coming up. Yeah. Um, so I am going on a trip to Boundary Waters, um, actually, uh, middle of August. Um, so I'm going with a, a few buddies from high school and we've done a trip almost every year. And actually they are the ones I went on my first backpacking trip with, um, ever. And does Liam go on this trip? No. Okay. No, this is, it's, it's four buddies from high school and we've done, backpacking trips and we've done staying at an airbnb um but this year we've wanted to do boundary waters for a long time and this year we get to go so what are some of your past trips just real yeah quick. so the first one we did was we did isle royal which is a, a small island in lake superior it's like 15 miles off the coast of canada um i say coast but like the lake superior coast of canada and it's like a 45 mile long by nine mile wide wilderness that there's no vehicles on 99% of the island. Um, it's all trails, um, that you can only access by, by walking. And so we did seven days there, which none of us had ever backpacked before. Um, we brought flannel shirts and one of us didn't even bring a sleeping bag. He, on the way up, was like, oh, I need to get a sleeping bag and went to the store and accidentally bought a fleece liner instead of a sleeping bag and froze the entire trip. So, like, just preparedness, negative what, three. What uh, what time of year did you go? Uh, we went in August. Okay. But so. when you're that far north, it gets cold at night. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't think. It's not, you know. It's not Tennessee. It it was cold. He would <laughs> he would cover himself in our dirty clothing for extra layers of warmth that night. It was sleeping cold was is the worst thing, man. I I was hammock hammocking in Palmer Lake, Colorado, in the Pike National Forest, and I was like, oh yeah, I got a 15 degree bag. It got down to like 15 degrees every night, and a bag is like yeah. plus 10. So really, right. I just I was not prepared. Survival, not comfort. Yeah. yeah, it was rough. I'll talk about it later. Yeah. No, that's so it it was I on the first day I stepped on my hip belt uh the buckle and broke it and didn't have the brains to be like that's an important part of a backpack I was like oh I'll just shoulder it so I took my 65 pound bag for 7 days 65 I mean we we way overpacked I had like it was like a 70 liter pack and I filled it to the brim cuz I thought oh I got space oh I still got more space. Yeah. Look at this pocket. What can I shove in there? And so I totally overprepared slash underprepared. Overprepared in all the wrong ways, underprepared in all the wait. Over both wrong. Both the wrong way. And so yeah, we 
were super dumb. And it was a great time, though. We had a blast. We, all of us, like, very memorable. We still talk about it. It just was one of those trips that changed things. And then right after that, I did a backpacking trip with, like, 11 of our friends to Pictured Rocks National Shoreline up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, the UP. And we did that. And I had it a little more together for that one. Still made a ton of mistakes. One night, we had to hike like an hour and a half in the dark because we just I had no time management in terms of like and no headlamps like have four of us so like you just had to stagger it through the 12 people like every third person there was 12 of you this time there was 12 of us <laughs> yeah somehow I convinced 11 friends to go on a backpacking trip and and so we very much struggled on that one as well and then but since then um I have got it together now um so yeah so this year um, this group of guys, we are doing Boundary Waters during August, okay. middle of August, and it's a canoe trip. So we'll be canoeing, I want to say like 35 miles. It's like six days. And none of us have really canoed before. I mean, I have kayaked and stuff like around here, but I've never done an overnight canoeing trip. That's going to be brand new yeah. to me. So uh, I'm really excited. I feel like I have the skills of... Like Bear grills. Back, well, <laughs> right, yeah. I will drink my own urine. Whether I need to or not, I will do it. Um, no, I have the I have the uh, the hard skills of of camping and backcountry travel and stuff like that. That I feel good on. Um, but yeah, the canoeing is a new element. I'm excited I mean, to, to kind of hone in on that skill. It'll be nice. It's like a free shower because normally you don't get a shower on a backpack trip, so you get to right. kind of wash off. Right. Yeah, no, there's never a lake on a backpacking trip that you jump <laughs> that you jump in. No, yeah, no, it, you it, don't always have a lake. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I, um, yeah, that's coming up. I'm really excited to to do that. Um, are you are you someone that that brings toiletries for cleaning? Uh, cleaning Off myself. Yourself. Um, I bring wet wipes, but I never use them. Those are my like emergency wet wipes so i figure like this is my theory i bring as little stuff as possible now after my first experience backpacking where i had way too much so like i have yeah go ahead so like what one shirt well that's it yeah typically one shirt two pair of underwear like no matter how long the trip is one shirt two pair of underwear one pair of shorts two pair of socks Sometimes two pair of socks, if depending. That's one where I like if it's a little longer. Yeah, um, socks are important, right? So, but my theory is, like, I can deal with wet clothing. I can deal with. You can't deal with. You're not supposed to be in wet shoes, though. That's the thing. R- well, yeah, you know, but you know, if I am, that's fine. But my thought is, I bring a couple of wet wipes that I never use, and I usually have a pair of emergency socks that I shove in my like deep into my sleeping bag or into my like stuff sack that I never use. And I don't remember who it was, but essentially they they said if I'm going to die in the back country, which isn't likely, but if it were to happen, I'm going to have warm dry feet and a clean ass. So, you can wipe your butt and you can put on clean socks and they say that will make Oh. At least the most uh, the most unbearable situations, at least a little bit better. Yeah. And so, yeah, those are two luxury items that I always bring. And I'll bring, like I said, two pair of underwear. Because I can, I can just go without underwear. But warm, dry feet and a, and a clean butt, 
I mean, that's as much as of a because you are you are a backpacking connoisseur when it comes to defecating in the woods. Oh, I yeah. learned that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I um, I know my Sticks way around. Yeah. I know my way, and and that's not the break my bones saying. That is wiping material. Yeah, which I am still confuddled with, and it blows my mind. But I'm just I love learning about some stuff. Yeah, but we'll we'll probably do a full episode on on uh, on on that on yeah hygiene in the backcountry, and and we'll get into into that. Yeah. Um, Do you bring toothpaste? Yeah. Okay, yep. so you still brush your teeth? Yeah, I brush my teeth. Okay, I, I I'm not an animal. Um, oh. Well, we are. Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. So interesting. So boundary waters for a week. Yep. In August. August. Yep. Um, so what do you what do you have so far? You have your permits, I'm guessing. Yeah. So it's actually interesting. This year, we I booked my permits. They book like six. Or they book in January. They open up for the year in January. So not necessarily six months. But um, so I booked them way back when in like February or like early this year to make sure we get it because there can be a little bit of competition. And so we this is the farthest we've ever planned in advance. We actually joke around because we usually plan our trips like the day before we leave. So it's like an ongoing joke. Like anytime someone's like, hey, like when are we going? They're like, oh, too early to plan. Like day before text me so this one we actually were proactive we booked the permits we've been you know whatever talking about it getting our gear because you know it's a little out of our element none of us have have done this before and and whatnot and then like last week um canada has some crazy wildfires going right now so our permits got canceled where we were supposed to go yeah well they're not technically canceled but i got an email saying they will be canceled unless things change so I had to call the outfitter um, that we booked our permits through and get a different route. So they hooked us up with a new route. They booked it for us. And so as of now, we're – should be good. Okay. And but and I hope and I hope it is good. I hope it stays uh, stays pretty awesome. I have actually never been to Boundary Waters. So yeah. I am – yeah, so curious to know and and hear about all the fun stuff on the trip. I'll I'll report back obviously like with all the the details and in my experience for sure. For those of you who don't know what it is or anything about it, it's essentially the lakes between Canada and Minnesota. It's a huge series of lakes and rivers and it's it's wilderness where we're going. So essentially wilderness is a categorization of land that means you can't use any mechanical devices like even a bicycle would be considered mechanical you can't use engines and and things like that it is the highest um restricted like restricted land in terms of like what you can do there and so it's all wilderness and it's yeah lakes rivers and you can canoe around um pretty much endlessly there um different different places and it's superb fishing, superb quietness, you know, no light pollution or noise pollution. Um, and everyone I've talked to has said it's just an amazing, amazing place. Now, if you're thinking about going there, don't because I don't want it to be more popular. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, I've heard it's just this crazy place. And I've actually it's, – it's interesting. I've, I've seen it popping up on the map more. More people have been talking about it and planning trips there and, 
and stuff. So it's, yeah, I think I only have a few people that I know that have ever been there. Um, but I've seen it more on social media. I've seen it more on social media for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of want to take a tangent here cause yeah. you actually just took a trip. Yes. Um, that you were saving me some, some nugs. Yeah. Um, <coughs> this was two weeks ago, a week ago. Uh, yeah. Two or three weeks ago. Yeah. I, it was, uh, was it before Paul's wedding? Yes. So yeah, two, 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 two yeah. to three weeks at least. Yeah. Uh, and literally super, super spontaneous. Yeah. Um, you had no idea where you were going um like three days before right yep you just said i'm backpacking so we might have to i might i just might not talk to you you won't hear from me and i was like okay where are you headed and you said i don't know and then you got back and i said hey how was it and you said oh i got some i got some stories yeah yeah uh so i like trips like boundary runners where you plan a lot you know a lot goes into it those are great but i also like trips where it's like a thursday and you're like hey you want to do an overnight Saturday to Sunday? Sure. And you just throw some stuff together and you go. Um, and that's what this trip was. Um, so we kind of decided last minute and we had that Monday off. So it was a Sunday to a Monday. And we went up to, um, it's like the Fife Lake River Loop or it's something like that. I actually don't know the exact name In of Michigan. It. In Michigan. Okay. And so it is a 21-mile loop. Uh, that goes all, partly around, around along the Manistee River. It goes, yeah, and and so me and my wife, and then um, a couple of friends of ours, another couple, Lauren and Brad, we got in our car and we drove up there and we started hiking, and we were flying. I mean, cruising. We are making this trail look like. <laughs> You know, when like you're, a track when you're walking on the people movers in the airport and you're walking at double speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's essentially what we are doing. And that is so much so that we are going to finish all 21 miles in the first day. We were cruising. And then so what? so we get to this lake and we're going to have some lunch, late lunch. And we're like, do we just finish and go to our car and not even sleep here? I mean, we're so close. And I'm looking at my app on my phone that I've been tracking our location. I didn't have a map because I planned this trip the day before. The night before we left, I was like, okay, yeah, this looks good. Downloaded a map on my phone like, went. So What what, what app do you use? I use Onyx. Mm. Um, so I have the hunting app, but this was the backcountry app. So it's specific to backcountry travel. Do you – I hear it advertised all the time on the Mediator podcast. Do you like it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it it serves a good purpose. Um, I've used some other ones like All Trails or uh, I just Maps want a, Plus or I just want a free All Trails Pro Year yeah. membership. So the nice thing about All Trails is uh, no free pro- promos, but the nice thing about All Trails is it has routes already in there where Onyx Backcountry isn't as much so. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh. Anyway, you, you got yeah. your location. So yeah, have I downloaded the map? Didn't really pay much attention. So we stopped for lunch at this lake, and I get looking at the map, and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. We're not in the right, not where I thought. And I zoomed out the map, and what I had done was I'm just, like, following our location. There's a a loop inside of the bigger loop (laughs) that we were on. 
So we actually were on the outside of the loop. We had just skipped like three quarters of the loop. So at that point, we're like, we're like five miles from our car. Not even like probably like four, three so, or four miles. So of the 21 miles, you actually didn't. Well, we hiked quite a few, but not part of the loop. We just went in the middle of the loop and then we hooked over and then we're on the other side of the loop. So at that point, we're like, do we just camp here and then hike to our car in the morning and just only do a little bit? Or do we, what do we do? And so we ate some lunch. There's actually some really nice boondockers. If you don't know what boondocking is, it's like people who just like go out onto public land and set up their tent and stay there for however long. These people were there for two weeks. And they were having a 4th of July weekend. They are having a 4th of July party. And so they invited us to hot dogs and sweet corn. I had a fried chicken leg <laughs> just in the middle of the wilderness. So they're super friendly people. So we... Uh, had some lunch, sat on it, and then we were like, okay, well, I guess we kind of voted because it was my mistake. And I'm so I'm the idiot because I'm the only one looking at the map. I misguided, and I'm supposed to be the one who knows what they're doing. I was going to say, okay, yeah, Mr. I, I'm backpacker. The, I'm the semi professional, air quotes, yeah, yeah, yeah. backpacking guy. I coined that and, term, by the way. Right. And so I was like, well, what do we want to do? So we thought, since we already were like on the loop we were like well let's still just finish it like we'll just go the other direction instead of going counterclockwise we'll go clockwise we'll finish it and then it'll just end up being like 25 miles instead of 21 21 miles which we're like that's fine so we take off we hike starts getting late and lauren started getting some it was like first trip of the year for a lot of us so she started getting some pretty bad blisters on her feet like and under her toenail blisters so yeah she was she was hurting and i it's along the manistee river so in my head i'm thinking river access will be right along the river it's gonna be beautiful we'll jump in the river it'll be great well it was beautiful but it was like a 70 foot cliff down to the river that we're hiking along and so there's no way to access it so we're just like <laughs> just and it is blistering hot i mean it's in the 90s and yeah, like 80 percent humidity and so you're just like sweating and sticky and we're like just wanted to go in the water so bad but it's like i can't get down there and if i did there there's no way i can get back up so we just keep hiking keep hiking we're like we'll stop at a place where we can get to the river and that is flat. And, and so we go along like another few miles. And we're like about halfway through the loop at this point. A little under. And so we finally found a spot where we could get to the river. We set up camp. We take a dip. We make dinner. It's all good. A long day turned right. a little bit better. There's nothing like just jumping in a yeah, river. Yeah, it was oh. freezing cold, but it felt so good. Um, but the mosquitoes were atrocious oh yeah it's michigan oh yeah and so oh it was so we only brought a tarp for all four of us i didn't we didn't bring tents because we're thinking like well, that's just a thing you do you cowboy yeah, tent. i like i like camping <laughs> under a tarp and normally it gets cold enough at night where the bugs die down no not not, not even a night. little bit not even close so we and it's too hot to put a sleeping bag on no shot. I mean, I am sweating, sweating. And you can't, you can't, normally I sleep naked, can't do that. Nope, not, 
not when it's well one i'm right next to you know two other people that i'm not married to and it is <laughs> 94 degrees at 1 a.m and so i laid down and didn't sleep at all and my oh. sleeping pad which i bought used at a moose jaw garage sale great way to find good gear oh my gosh the best um, way I started slowly sinking to the ground, and so I'm already uncomfortable. I'm already hot. I do not sleep well in the hot. I got mosquitoes flying around my ears. Nothing I can do about it because yeah, I'm not going to put my sleeping bag on and sweat more. I tried that. It just it was a nightmare, and then I'm also – my hips are on the ground, so they're just aching. And so all night, that's what it was. And Yikes, dude. So I got up in the morning, not woke up. I got up in the morning. Probably slept 30 minutes. I think the the four of us combined slept maybe an hour and a half, like putting it all together. And so we packed up camp, had a little breakfast. Yeah, so we um, had that breakfast, and then we were on our way, and we started hiking, and we're going along, and things were better, but, you know, you're just... What was our breakfast? Um, oatmeal. Actually... I'm, we might have skipped breakfast. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, you liar! I I can't remember. I I'm not a breakfast person, so I skip it if at all possible. I don't know. I don't know how you. Do. I love breakfast, dude. I yeah. learned this when we were when we were at the bachelor party that you don't eat breakfast. Yeah, no. How do you not eat breakfast? I just how do you breakfast have kind of... any any energy any anything in the morning? I don't know. Late night snacks. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, don't, know. I, I don't know. I, so, but, but typically like, the people I'm no, with. No, I'm not done talking about breakfast. this. Okay, yeah, no, we can dig into it. <laughs> I have been now recently. I've been having a protein shake in the morning because I'm trying to, you know, Michigan gains. I'm trying to get big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he, actually, yeah, you I, don't, I don't are. think we had breakfast. I think we did like granola bars and just started because we were like, let's just hammer this out. I mean, that's still not a breakfast. A granola bar is not a breakfast. I, breakfast is like. It worked for us. Like a, you need like 600 cows. Yeah, no, I I don't. I typically, like I don't eat breakfast and I can go to like two in the afternoon. That's ridiculous. If you get to like. And then do you overeat? Do you have like a huge lunch no, then? No, I have a, a salad in granola bar then. So you, well, and then I have a huge dinner and then I overeat all night <laughs> from, from 7.30 p.m. when I have dinner to 9 o'clock. Okay, there it 10, is. 10, I, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I have a way of late night snacking that you've never seen before. It's, I I, I think I might be one of the best snackers in the world. Mm, I, no, no, no. I, uh, I snack like it's my job. Paul snacks like it's yeah, his job. No, the four of us actually yeah, There's are, some good snackers out there. Wow, well, I can't count. The three of us are probably the best snackers in the world. Yeah. No, I'd put myself up, especially like put a bag of chips in front of me. I was just saying this the other day. I, I think I could probably clear three bags of chips no problem in a night. Oh. I wouldn't because mm. that would be absurd, you but would. I you could, would. and I probably will at some point, just to prove a point. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no. Anyway. So, so anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um. So we, we kept hiking, and we chugged along, and now the original plan, we were going to do it, the part we were hiking, we were going to do first because it's the less pretty part. So knowing that we are past all the pretty parts, <laughs> we're pretty much walking on two tracks through the woods. Ticks, we had, between the four of us in the weekend, we pulled 16 ticks off of us, off of our legs. Uh, bugs, still terrible. And 
we ended up like the last mile this lady was like driving down the road like this dirt road and let us climb in the back of her truck so we could finish the last mile because we were just over it at that point and we you were already hitchhiked in 2021 yeah that's incredible yeah, we already had hiked like 24 miles and we're like it was supposed to be 21 miles which not the end of the world but still you're just like and it's yeah. like you're on road so it's like okay let's just be done so we got back to the car changed and headed home and honestly like looking back on it it was really fun i was gonna say would you do it again yeah oh 100 um it definitely i would like it was a good reminder to me that um oh maybe you should pay attention to the map instead of just like right assuming you're on the right thing and like glancing at it um so it was good in that aspect but it was a good like you need a first trip of the year that things can go wrong on like the risk was low you know we're like the worst cases were a little uncomfortable you don't yeah, sleep I, one night yeah i mean the first trip of the year for me i slept in a toyota corolla so yeah that's sometimes should be like that and that's okay but yeah it's like and if if i was going to be out there a week and that's how my first day started first night started i would have been I would have been scared. Yeah. I would have been like, this is not good. But That's I also, the beauty like, about a, just an overnighter. Right. And when I'm packing for it, when I'm planning for it, I'm like, well, worst cases. Like, if I had to, I could hike 20 miles in a day. So, like, what's the worst that could happen? Now, that would be a long, miserable day. But you, you we could all do it. Yeah. Is that um, the most you've hiked? What's the most you've hiked in a single day? Um, Honestly, not that much. Um. We did, it was a day and a half in Colorado, and we did like 24 miles. But that's in Colorado country. But yeah, it was a lot of elevation, and a lot of it was through burn burn areas where thing like just trees in the trail. There was no trail, like bushwhacking. It was, and that was. I'm honestly jealous, which is crazy to say, oh, but like. Like I remember being so mad walking on that trail and just being like. I might never hike again. This might be the last trip I ever take. And obviously that it wasn't the case. And like three days later, I was like, that was fun. Like, I'm glad I could do that. But that's kind of how it goes, right? You were probably like, leading. So you you were the person. It was just me and another guy. Bushes. Oh, it was just you two? Yeah, it was a, it was a trail uh, route scout. So me and another guide were just scouting out. We almost got struck by lightning. And by almost, I mean like we made a last minute decision not to take a certain way. And then uh, the hair on our arms all stood up and got staticky. And then a huge strike struck right. Like we could see it like right where we were going to walk. And we were like 400 yards away. And like, it was like hurt your ears that loud. And we, yeah, we almost, I mean, I say almost got struck by lightning. That's that's was, still the soup so close. That's yeah, so close. Way too close. And like just the, the yeah, it was. I just saw a video on TikTok the other day of the a truck getting struck by lightning, driving down the road. <laughs> Dude, lightning is is. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I can't focus. Your cat's going bonkers yeah, outside. Well, you know, <laughs> he has no way of doing that. I think. Uh, I think. It, yeah. He probably misses me. You know, yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. in here almost an yeah, hour. Yeah, but now, I saw so. a, literally a moving truck yeah. get absolutely smacked. That's it crazy. Was wild. I I, uh, I just saw there was a, a guy that, like, a he was a ranger, like a park ranger, I think. I'm going to botch this story. 
we'll tune in next week. We'll uh, actually I'll have, have the details for this. So if I lie in any of this, uh, I'll come clean next week. Um, but yeah, he's been struck by lightning like three times. What? Yeah, and like he, the last time he, you think he was fishing or something? And like, I want to say he was like had a hole in his body like legit hole and like hiked to his car and like drove himself to the hospital like just like a tough old bird he was like i think he was i want to say he was like in his 80s or something like it was like what a nuts story i like was reading it i was like there's no way this is yeah real. you need to find the details yeah, on that because that is that ridiculous because i probably botched like half those details and they're probably all wrong but could you but, imagine getting struck one time but then Right, like you got to think you're cursed or something. Like so, your body's someone, just resilient, though. Someone in your family did something to somebody. Yeah, some, your body's some, just resilient. Yeah, it's like lightning. I got it. Well, it is interesting because, like they say, the chances of getting struck by lightning are very, very low. Correct. And the chances of getting attacked by a bear are very, very low. Yeah, you know, you know, it's crazy to think more people die every year by falling coconuts. Oh, I than that. by bears and lightning. Right. Yeah, no, I believe that. Uh, not a doubt. <laughs> but if you, like most 150. people. 150. <laughs> that's how many? Die from coconuts? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think it's 150 people die per year See, from I, falling coconuts. See, I feel fairly safe yeah, here in Michigan. There's no coconuts. But that's like one of those things that if if you spend a lot of time in high elevation where lightning storms. Yeah, 150. Yeah, it's 150. We just looked it up. Worldwide. Craig just looked it up for us. And, yeah, 150 people died of coconuts. That's ridiculous. It's got to be way less than that. But I think how many people spend significant amount of time where in bear country, like where a bear would attack you? Yeah. Not that many. Mm-mm. And the ones that do, and the ones who do get attacked, I mean, who are they going to tell? They're, they're bear food. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, there are those complete badasses that, that live to tell about yeah. it. Yeah. I'd love if you're a bear survivor. I want to. I want to hear your story. There was there was the one guy on the Mediator podcast. I don't know if you heard that one. I did. The one who got her, his face ripped off and then drove a, his son drove a snowmobile like four hours or something. Yeah. Well, there's also the guy that got like his ear ripped off. Yeah. And like all down his face and stuff. And he walked, finished the trail, never turning his back, made it to his truck and drove himself to the hospital. His face was like mauled. His back, his arms and stuff. Like, yeah. If I ever feel like I'm a badass or I'm tough, I just read one of those stories and I quickly realize that it humbles you real quick. I might be mentally weaker than like ninety percent of the population. Like, where like when I read these stories, I'm like, I could never do that. I would. I yeah, would but you like, could. All right. But it's yeah, like that. I'm, it's fight or flight. Yeah, the adrenaline and yeah. whatnot. But but like, I would rather take on a bear than a shark. Yeah, I think so I too. Can, I'm not good in water. Well, so you're not anywhere near as good as a shark. That's no, the thing. No, like you're, you're. There's a big gap there. There's a this yeah yeah the gap is much larger between yeah. a bear, yeah, or between a shark and you than a bear and you. Right, right. Did I, did I ever tell you about my uh, wanting to get chased by a bear thing? I feel mm-hmm. like I did. No, maybe not. But I've always wanted to get in a fight with a mountain lion. Yeah, so I yeah I I, I had, can relate I had to that daydreams. My brother yes, and I were yes. hiking this trail. Yellowstone was closed. Yeah, um, for the winter, and we were hiking into Yellowstone down this river, and I just the entire time I just kept thinking, this mountain lion is going to run out, and my brother's going to watch me yoke this thing. 
Yeah. Um, what was that? I just was looking at my mic. I thought it was m- muted. And I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I literally, my brother, and you know what's funny? I told my brother, he goes, I had my knife in my hand. I was ready. <laughs> he was daydreaming the same thing. Yeah. How cool. Like, I just want to come back and be like, Seth, yeah. I just got back from Idaho and I bare hand. I yeah. barehanded a mountain lion. I killed it. <laughs> That'd be, I mean, you're a legend from like, you're on the news. You're <laughs> yeah. a local and maybe national news story. I, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not too much of a hunter, but you bet your sweet ass <laughs> that mountain lion is going to be mounted up on oh, my, in my oh, living yeah. room. You got to, I mean, at that point it's, it's survival of the fittest. I mean, you're either it or you're not it. You yeah. Know? That mountain lion chose the wrong person yeah. because it's getting manhandled. Yeah. It's getting uh, Devin handled. I used to have the same, like, daydreams. I uh, used to work at a summer camp in the UP, and we would do rounds around the whole campground, um, like, just to make sure, like, no campers were out and everything was, like, whatever. So we'd be walking around. And the area has, like, been known to have bears. They're definitely in the area. I mean, it's a remote right, place. Right. Um, but we didn't have any problems with it or anything. But when I'd walk by the dumpsters, like, that's where they'd probably be. And so I had this whole plan that if a bear attacked me, I would hopefully be close enough to the water that I could run to the beach. So I know I can't outrun a bear. I'm not that dumb. You, but did, I thought, you, you actually did tell me this. Story. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, if I can – I don't have to outrun it for long, but if I can outrun it to the water and get to the water, I'll swim out. The bear will probably keep following me because they can swim. I'll climb up. There's a blob, those big air pillows, I thought. I'll swim out. I'll climb up the blob stand. If he doesn't follow me, then I, I'm safe, you know, and he's down there and I'm up here and we're all good. If he does, I was going to jump out onto the blob, crawl down to the end. Then again, I'm safe unless he climbs up and jumps down. But at that point, if he jumps down on the blob, you're getting I'm launched. getting launched by a 350-pound, 400-pound black bear, and that is going to be epic. Plus, That has to be the most bloodthirsty oh, bear on the oh, planet. Yeah. Like, So mo- multiple steps here, he probably would lose interest in me. Oh, but yeah. if he doesn't, but then I, my thought was if, if at that point he's probably going to be so discombobulated being in the blob, rolling around like a roly-poly-oly, probably falling into the water, doesn't even know what happened, that I'll have enough time to safely swim away and run to a safe spot where he can no longer get to me. And I would imagine at that point he's lost interest. Yeah, no, I think what would happen if it even got to that point is that he launches you off the blob, punctures the blob, it deflates, and it drowns him. Right. Have you seen a bear's? Yeah, those claws aren't doing anything but shred. Yeah, and he's going to, even if he lands on it and he stays there, he's going to be fighting his way out of it, right? I mean, he's going to be scratching. So, yeah. Now, yeah, then then you have, now, that was the only thing is because if he doesn't pop the blob and he falls into the water and then he swims to shore and runs away, that's almost worse than dying to the bear because no one's going to believe me. Like, imagine, like, you're like, you'll never guess what happened. And I tell them all that. They're like, you're a liar. You no longer can work with children. You're a pathological liar. Like, you just got to start wearing a GoPro everywhere. Now. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if that happened that's to me and no either. one believed me, I don't even know if I'd tell anyone if I didn't have any proof because I'd be worried about, like, them not believing yeah, me. Yeah, that is the most, unf- like. Yeah. Now, granted, this never did happen to me, and that's 
probably for good reason. I don't think it yeah, see, my, might be impossible. My daydream was a little bit more grounded in reality. Yeah, yeah no, I, I live in the clouds. So. Yeah, yeah. Hiking a <laughs> snow path. Right, right. And where out, mountain lions are. Yeah, out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. You just get blindsided yeah. by this big cat. And you know what? You're semi-prepared for it. So as it's coming around you, you manipulate your body. You get behind it and just throw it in a chokehold. Yeah. But do you think you could even... I th- I, I, feel I think like, I could. Yeah? You don't yeah. think you'd be dead before no. you knew what was happening? No. Hmm. No, I think I got it. Yeah. I know they go for the back of the neck. Right. So you just got to pre- protect that. Yeah. You just got to like, yeah. have eyes in the back of your head. head exactly. Like my instinctual Muay Thai. Right. Just absolutely... Yeah. Do I get seriously injured? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, but, you want at least some injury. Oh, yeah. You and my wanna... brother, if my brother was like, hey, hello, I'm like, don't even help. I got this. <laughs> like, I don't want you getting any of this glory. I right. want you to see your little brother just yeah. smack this thing Bystander, around. Bystander, watch his yeah. man get attacked by mountain lion. Yeah. I choke the shit out of it. Yeah. Throw it up on my shoulders. We will hike back. Yeah. I throw it in the back. Like, I have a little basket in my Jeep. Sorry, just in throw it right in there. Someone's like, how did that mountain lion die? There's not even a bullet wound. <laughs> and you just look. And I have these bruised, bloodied hands. <laughs> just just for the record, for anyone out there listening, if you ever find yourself in this situation, um, one, let us know about it. But two, the first thing you should do is call the DNR or game warden <laughs> yes. and let them know. Because if you got caught with a dead mountain lion in the back of your Jeep, you're probably going to jail. And they're not going to believe that it attacked you <laughs> and you fought it off with your bare hands. <laughs> so definitely first call you make, call the game warden. Let them know oh, what 100% happened. Because the otherwise warden. the fines and the and the jail time are not going to be pretty. They're, they're significant. They take poaching. Very, very as they should as <laughs> right, they right, should right for sure oh my god that's so that, funny that's hilarious i wonder i wonder uh does everyone have those kind of fantasies or are we just twisted yeah please if you if you do text one of us that you have that fantasy or maybe we'll post it yeah, on we'll post it on our social media like as a poll and, and comment on it if yeah. you uh if you have weird attacked by animal fantasies do you just have weird daydreams in general yeah um for sure so like i have this weird daydream that i just want to get in an absolutely atrocious car crash yeah like one of those where you're like on a bridge and you like think about swerving or no 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 no. i'm not suicidal oh no (laughs) not me neither (laughs) no 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 i'm talking in a horrific car accident and i'm the weird one here (laughs) No, 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 no 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 like something happens you roll the car like six times it's like on a busy road. People see it, but then you just get out. You're like maybe a broken shoulder. You got some like blood running down your forehead, but you're other than that, you're totally okay. I just think that'd be insane. Could you imagine you and me driving driving down the road? You're like following me somewhere because I have to drop my car off, and you see me <laughs> like the a tire like my tire pops on the on the driver's side. It like. Sh- sends me into like a, a whirlwind on the highway i flip like eight times and i smack some trees you're behind me you probably think it's the He's craziest dead. thing yeah He's and then dead. i just get out and i'm like i'm all good i'm all good <laughs> i am okay <laughs> i immediately get on my cell phone seth i know that looked pretty crazy but i'm good dude can you come get me yeah i don't i've had obviously that's not gonna happen but I, yeah no i've had 
weird fantasies like that though yeah for sure okay yeah no that's not i i think that's a normal thing okay for sure what a weird what did we even do that, that we got here yeah i'm not sure honestly that's um, that's pretty awesome though i like that we did that yeah we're kind of we're kind of at the end of our time here for yeah. this week yeah i think so too um so we're going to kind of wrap it up um hope you hope you enjoyed listening um we're going to release episodes every wednesday um is that the is the plan um so tune in um we'll be talking about um real topics um here on out like we'll be tackling like we'll have a general topic and we'll be sharing stories and insights on those things yeah this um, one was more of an ebb and flow kind of thing yeah, just a little get to know you sitting in front of the mic yeah kind of just chatting but just i think dipping our toes in i think um you know from here on out like seth said we'll talk about stuff like how to pack yeah uh, what to pack and why hygiene so, on the trail yeah. gear yeah what to buy, what not to buy, brands to stay away from, brands that you like, stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, tune in next week um, to hear us ramble on and and go on more side tangents about deathly car accidents and things like that. And mountain lions and Um, bears and blobs. We'll be talking about um, something outdoor related, um, as well as Devin was saying he had definitive proof um, on whether or not Bigfoot was real. Um, one way or another, he had definitive proof. So, uh, at the end of the episode next week, we're going to be sharing that. Um, so if you, if you're interested in that, stay tuned, listen to the full episode and you will walk away with definitive proof one way or another, whether or not Bigfoot is real. Yeah. So, Tune into the, to the Instagram as well. Yes. We'll have some, we'll have some stuff on there as well. Yeah. Had um, quite the time out in Eureka, California. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but follow us around the campfire pod. Uh, we're on Instagram and TikTok. Um, so, yeah, give us a follow. And like I said, tune in Wednesday to to listen to more. And bonus points if you tell your mom to listen to this because um, that way our moms aren't the only moms. Here, yeah. Right. And, and another bonus point, um, the word spaghetti. If you text either Seth or I the word spaghetti um, – You'll get a prize because I know that makes a uh, that makes it uh, aware to us or known to us that you made it to the end of the podcast. Yeah. So text us the word spaghetti. Yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, ones. until next time, um, you know, find us anywhere that you listen to our podcast. Yeah. Or that you listen to your podcast, I should right. say. Um, and we'll catch you on the campfire uh, next week. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, talk to you then.